The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Hello and welcome to this week where we're considering the, what the Buddhist, early Buddhist tradition considers the primary hindrances, obstacles to meditation practice. And these uh, five are also, uh, many of us can recognize them as one of the primary maybe obstacles, challenges that we face in our daily life as well. So, uh, First ones are desires, sensual desires in particular, or a certain kind of greed, avariciousness, wanting something so desperately. And, uh, and the second is uh, ill will, aversion, wanting something to go away or to be destroyed or not exist and with a certain degree of ever slight uh, animosity. And uh, both of these, desire and aversion, anger, for example, are energizing. And there can be a, even a sense of uh, pleasure in the, in the energy of life, the energy of being vigor, vigorous and engaged. And, and, um, and some people may be even part of their addiction to anger and maybe desire is uh, how it helps them feel alive and therefore that they count, that they're valuable, that there's purpose or something. The next uh, hindrance is um, usually translated as sloth and torpor. And I'll talk more about this later and maybe that these might not be the best translations or the, there might be alternatives that are interesting to look at. But uh, this is where uh, the life energy dissipates, where the caffeine of the soul, desire and aversion, is no longer there. And without that caffeine, uh, there can be withdrawal, there can be dullness, uh, torpor sets in, complacency, a kind of giving up. And that can happen if things are comfortable in meditation, the complacency of pleasure, of bliss, and we stop engaging in the mindfulness because we're just enjoying it in a way that certain vitality dissipates. The vitality of the inspiration of, like, I'm here, fully here. And uh, it can be complacency, it can just be a shutting down, it could be a, uh, no longer kind of applying ourselves to what we're doing because we're enjoying it. And it could also be the shutting down from it's too difficult, that um, I'm discouraged, I'm bored, and uh, this is not really doing me much good, and I'd rather be doing something exciting, uh, follow the dictates of my desires and aversions. And, um, and so there's a shutting down. So one of the things we want to do in, as we meditate is to notice the ebbs and flows, and I use that word carefully, the ebbs and flows of the vitality or the energy that we are engaged in as we meditate. 
We don't want to have too much, and we don't want to have too little. Just in the middle, just right. Um, just right means there's no striving. There's desires haven't, uh, you know, uh, clinging desires, greed, or pushings hasn't uh, taken over. At the same time, giving up hasn't taken over, shutting down, or getting too calm, and too complacent hasn't taken over. Just the right amount. And uh, it doesn't have to be so dramatic uh, how much that is, but uh, I don't know what a good example for you is, but in the best circumstances, when you're not really tired, um, uh, the kind of alertness you need to um, drive a car on the freeway, where it's not so much traffic, but you have to constantly stay present. And you can't shut down, you can't drift off. Or taking an exam that you really know the subject well, so it's not like a strain, but you have to stay present and alert. So you can be, you can be relaxed, but also alert. And, but uh, continuously, it's just right. So, so what I'm suggesting for this meditation is to watch the ebbs and flows of the energy, the level of engagement you have with the practice. And see if, uh, just to see this, how it shifts and changes. Maybe not try too hard to get it just right. Um, be content that uh, you're kind of gently swinging just past the center. And maybe occasionally you feel I have it right, but, but just watch the ebbs and flows of your engagement. So to uh, assume a meditation posture and gently close your eyes and just straight off Feel the vitality or the energy level in your body, whatever it might be, low or high, medium. And there might be in any single person's body, different parts of the body with different degrees of vitality. And we might over-identify where it's most energized, active, or least. See if you can find some place in your body where the sense of vitality, engagement, is medium, middle. Maybe it's the effort to keep your lower back upright. or the sensations of your arms positioned in your meditation posture. Or maybe there's something at the base of the stomach that seems like it's alive and vital, the vitality there, but it contains no striving, no, no complacency, just there. And in the same way, there might be in your mind, your awareness, different degrees of energy or engagement, 
some things arise and your mind is straining and pushing or alarmed, energized, excited. Other things happen and you're discouraged, deflated, or you just love just to settle back and float and almost drift off. Can you find that place in the mind? Find something you're aware of right now that's medium, just balanced. No excitement, but no deflation. Easy to be aware. Maybe the tingling in your fingers. The contact of your hands against some other part of your body. Maybe the beginning of the inhale beginning of the exhale. So notice as we continue now in silence, the ebbs and flows of how energized you are in practicing mindfulness. without being concerned that what you're doing is right or wrong. Just see clearly how it is. And if you find the medium, trust that, trust being with that for as long as you can.
as you're practicing now, is your mindfulness compromised by desires, by aversions, or with a shutting down, giving up, letting go? That is, letting go into torpor, complacency. Where is the middle way? in engaging mindfulness.
And as we come to the end of this sitting, considering the end of the sitting and the next time you'll get up and go out into the world where being the presence of other people. What occurs to you? Does that activate more the realm of desires, wanting something? More the realm of aversion, not wanting something? Or does it awaken the opposite of awakening? Does it shut you down? Does you freeze something of you sinks? Something of you shuts down. Maybe from overwhelm or maybe from boredom. But if you're able to gaze upon the world with the middle way, without the strain of any desire, without the strain or tension of any aversion, just gaze upon the world kindly, Gaze upon the world with a aliveness, vitality, clarity. Neither wanting or not wanting, except to see clearly. Gaze, be still and gaze upon the world kindly. Let your awareness be calm and settled. So that your heart's well-wishing, your heart's ability for friendliness and kindness can be expressed or come alive through these words. May all beings be happy. May all beings be safe. May all beings be peaceful. May all beings be free. Thank you.